a little skit going on, or should we like just get into it? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I'll probably just use this. Is this how we're getting into it then? Okay, well, we're unfiltered here at the Fourth Honors Podcast. Let's let's just say that nothing gets cut out, right, Brace? No, nothing ever gets cut out. Um, our writers here at the Fourth Line Fourth Liners Podcast <laughs> headquarters uh, really uh, letting us down here our with writers, the opening eh? bits. Our writers, yep, all four of them. <laughs> How much we paid them? They're interns. We pay them nothing. <laughs> we just pay them beer. We pay them nothing. I don't even know how we got interns, man. I don't know. I didn't know we were in contact with colleges. Man, imagine if we uh, could get interns and start up a business. A business. A See, business. This is what I'm saying. Man, we're the next Barstool Sports. Yeah. Right? We could figure right? it out. We could figure it out. Yeah, we could figure it out. It'll be fine. Well, actually, we're, we had a contract with the score. It's, it's in the it's in the uh, Remember? The we score. forgot about the score. We're bringing it back. The score. To TV. Pick us up. Pick us up. We're ready. We're available. Or maybe maybe it's time for time for Tim, Bryce, and Jacob. Tim, Bryce, time for and Tim, Jacob. Bryce, and Jacob. Let's do time it. Time for Tim, Bryce, and Jacob. Time for Tim, Bryce, and Jacob. That's good. I like the sound That's of good. that. Has a good that ring to it. Good. That's a good ring to it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Should we should we get into the NHL draft right away? Right here. Yeah, we got way too much to talk about, dude. Way we too do. much to talk about. We're right. gonna try, we're gonna try and squeeze this in. Last episode, dude, we were like, yeah, we're gonna talk about all this stuff, <laughs> and then we got to the end of the expansion draft, and we were forty five minutes, and we're like, oh, bro, there is too much happening in the NHL right now to keep up with anything. Like, no, it's hard. Every time I go on my phone, there's something popping up, or a player signed somewhere, or there's a trade, um, crazy trades too, and crazy draft picks. Like some are un- unexpected in this year's draft absolutely um, big big uh, like ottawa for example I, let's just let's just talk about the draft like from top down and we'll, we'll okay, get okay. to each one okay so um owen power um, yeah that's a that's a good pick no brainer uh, i yeah i felt like he said he was going back to college though to try and avoid getting picked by buffalo low-key probably like if you think about it who wants to be picked by buffalo their captain wants to leave their team right now and it's kind of a i would want to be there, there. And plus, they already have Rasmus Dahlin. Like, like they already have that star defenseman. Like, it's kind of like yeah. adding Owen Power does not make any sense. But they went with him. I mean, it probably the safe pick for Buffalo too. Like, they they picked anyone yeah. else and it turned out wrong. Um, it would have looked bad. He's going to be a star defenseman, man. man. He's like he. How tall is he? Like six, six foot six, six two hundred fourteen yeah. pounds. Yeah, the guy's a monster. Just an absolute beast. Man, Puts if up I was six foot too. six, he'd probably dunk the basketball. <laughs> He could play basketball. He could play basketball. Speaking of, speaking of basketball, you know Tyler Myers and the Vancouver Canucks? I, I, yeah, I saw this story. Continue. His his half-brother, uh, Grimes, I think that's his name, Grimes, yeah, got yeah. drafted into the NBA last night. So that's very cool. Well, it's the first uh, brother um, tandem for the NHL and the NBA, actually. First ever. It's that's never, really cool. It's never happened before. That's a little weird, yeah. but congratulations to him congratulations yeah. to tyler and his family for being really successful Insane. it's funny because tyler myers is actually taller than his brother <laughs> actually yeah that's crazy man the hockey player is taller yeah than the he, player. he's playing different sports there little switcheroo um yeah anyways um so with owen power i used to think uh, i used to always like get really peeved off when prospects like 
wouldn't want to go to the team they were drafted to. Like, do you remember? Well, we don't, we wouldn't remember, but we've Eric heard Lindros. about like Eric Lindros. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just straight up refusing to go to the Nordiques, and like obviously that was like terrible. And we all think like, buddy, you're getting drafted in the NHL. Like, how do you not, how do you not want to go play for any team? Exactly. Uh Buffalo, different story. I'd be like, uh, please trade me or please don't take me. Dude, I would have gone into the interview for Buffalo and blown it. Dude. I would have gone to their workouts and blown it. Like, I can't. I That team's hopeless, man. Like, there's no hope. I want them to be successful, but there's no hope. There, there always seems to be, like, uh, some some moves that they make in the offseason. They're like, oh, maybe they'll be good this year. Like, like last year, everyone's saying, oh, maybe they'll be good. They got Taylor Hall. They have Rasmus Dahlin. They have Jack Eichel. They were dog shit. Even more dog shit than they were in the past. So Owen Power is probably like I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna say I'm staying back so I can get drafted to Seattle. Who wouldn't want to go to Seattle, right? But I mean, I'd go to Seattle. Yeah, Buffalo is a declining, declining franchise. Like I, I don't even know. Like, We've got to be a rock bottom, right? I think trading Eichel would be rock bottom. It would be. That's your captain. It's your start. That's your franchise player, and he wants out. He does not want to be there anymore. He wants out. And I mean, maybe Owen Power. I don't know. Can he turn it around? Like, can you? Do- depend on it i don't think owen power is the caliber of player to turn around a franchise no, i think yeah. owen power is good but i think he fits more into the group uh you know like the nico he yeah like that kind of group you know like like nugent hopkins like he they're, they're gonna be good players well nuge is already a good player yeah but they're like they're gonna be good but like they're not they're not a crosby they're not an ovechkin you know they're more of like an ekblad yeah a, a nugent hopkins you know Definitely an Ekblad. I mean, he compares himself to Victor Hedman just because of his size and his mobility. But um, yep. I don't know if the caliber is the same. But, the, yeah, the, the size you're comparing, Owen Power, that makes sense. But <laughs> Yeah. We'll see if the caliber is the same. I mean, we yeah. don't know. But yeah, like, I mean, he doesn't have nearly as – he doesn't have the hype. You know, like like Lafreniere had the hype last year as, like, generational. For sure. Um, but – he didn't live up to that no i mean owen power could be the opposite you know he doesn't have generational hype but he could turn into like an absolute beast but i mean you're playing for buffalo so like how good can you be right and he might go back to michigan too and improve his game even more so if i were him i honestly dude if i were him looking at buffalo and honestly this this would be a smart move for buffalo too let him go back and play college hockey like your, your team is about to tank hard like do you need to throw him into that cluster like no he's just gonna want out of there even sooner exactly let him go to college for a couple years let him go yep and then and then fix your team and then hopefully in a couple years your team's on the upswing and then you bring in owen power exactly exactly i don't know i I think that'd be a good move i agree i I think so too i mean the university of michigan team is pretty good we can go on the second pick right maddie beniers another university of michigan guy yeah i love this pick i love maddie beniers i think he's a great centerman it's a good pick. He could absolutely slot in, I think, uh, into Seattle's lineup this season. Oh, for they sure. Need, they need a scoring center. For sure. They got some guys in free agency, too. Uh, they kind of improved their team. Um, but Matty Beniers, I mean, he's a point-per-game player on that Michigan Wolverines team. He's with their star, like, I guess their star centerman, right? He's six foot 174. He looks like a man. Like I, I think he already looks like a man. And... Um, if he can, he does transfer his. Yeah, <laughs> he, he right. He does look like him. He, I mean, like a man. Like, uh, but uh, that University of Michigan team really like groomed their players to. 
be great in the NHL and the draft here. Like it really shows. And I think he can um, really just start off. Like he can be on the starting lineup for Seattle. Even like, even if it's the third line or fourth line. Yeah. I mean, he'd still do pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's, he's a little small, like he's tall, but he's, he's thin. I'm just looking up Patterson right now to make sure I have this right. But, um, very yeah very similar body types oh yeah uh, Pedersen's an inch taller but they're both around the same weight uh yeah. so Ben Yaris is gonna look like Pedersen and a few years ago man that would be seen as a problem I mean when Pedersen got drafted like you know the the famous quote is that is a small body gentlemen hey. that is a small body like and now players who are smaller and more skilled are tr- like proving themselves like well today's more NHL, more, like, you don't... it's more yeah. skill over grit right yeah you don't need to be 200 pounds anymore you know, so so Beignets, he and as he as he gets older, he'll put on more weight probably. Oh, for sure. Um, which will which will just help him. It'll fill him out more. But he he's pretty small now, but he could come in and uh, definitely have a good role well, on Seattle. Maybe a third line center, second line center. I think Seattle needed that, like that first draft pick. That you know how every team has that centerman, like they kind of build their team around, and he's a great guy to build the future around. So, absolutely, that's a great pick. Yeah, I think so pick. too. We can move on to yeah. Anaheim Ducks. This was a shocker for me. I mean, looking at my um, my mock draft, it went a total different order. I mean, some guys were the same, but I had no clue Mason McTavish was going third overall to the Anaheim Ducks. This is a big boy. Though. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't know that. But apparently, uh, the last couple months, he was soaring up the list. Yeah. Like, he... Yeah. Like, he... And if you look at him, man, like, he's massive. Six foot two, 207 pounds. He's a big, big boy. Yeah. He looks like a man too. Full on beard. I mean, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. I'm pretty sure his dad played in the NHL as well. I forget his dad's Uh, name. Uh, Doesn't say here. Father, Dale McTavish. There you go, Dale McTavish. Yeah. Uh, Dale McTavish. Did he play? Yep. Uh, like he was one of like there was a lot of stories like that where no he played nine games for calgary in 96 but other than that he played in europe mostly interesting interesting mctavish was playing in in switzerland which is actually where his father ended up playing most of his career there you go all the way up to 2009 his dad played in switzerland from 2000 to 2009 he played in swiss league where he spent most of his career that probably yep that probably influenced uh mason's decision to go play over there well, yeah, because he was playing for the Peterborough Peter Pete's in the OHL, but the OHL didn't happen this year, so he, yeah, kind of like he lit was, it up too, right? Yeah, this is a good. It was a good decision by him. He kind of really improved his game and put him up in the rankings. Like, I didn't have him in the top ten because no other scouts had him really in the top ten. They had him kind of like maybe out of it or at least number nine or eight, but not number three. But honestly, I was shocked and I didn't like to pick at first, but then. Now I'm reading more about it, and then I'm looking how his game was in in um, the Swiss League. Yeah, and he's proven to be a good player. So yeah, he this pick is very Anaheim to me. He oh, just yeah. fits Anaheim to me. Very Getzlaff. Yeah, very Getzlaff. You mean Getzlaff's on his way out? He's a centerman as well. I mean, you have Trevor Zegers. This is a guy that he could put up with him. So, yeah, put up I mean, he, he went over to, to Switzerland and, and played in the Swiss 2 League and had 11 points in 13, 13 games. And I'm pretty sure that that is a men's league. It's it's Swiss yeah. 2, but it's not a junior league. I don't think and so. And then either. at the under-18s, he put up 11 points in 7 games. I mean, this guy's legit. This is a great pick by Anaheim. This is a steal. Yeah, 
For sure. It's a steal. It's a surprise, but it is steal. Absolutely. Um, New Jersey Devils. New Jersey taking Luke Hughes. No brainer, man. No brainer. They were going to do it. Though? They were going to do this. They were just going to do it because of his of his uh, brother Jack. That this is like I, th- I, I, I think saw it coming. Overrated. He might be. He might be overrated, and maybe he shouldn't have went fourth and went a little lower to the the top ten. But you can kind of you kind of saw it coming just because <laughs> Jack Hughes literally said if he's there, we're taking him. Yeah, I mean, I think New Jersey's just trying to appease its like star player. Yeah. Um, like Luke's gonna be a good player. I don't know if he's fourth overall good. He might be tenth overall good. Yeah, right. But I, I, I think I think he's a little bit. He he's, puts up decent numbers in the in the U.S. Uh, national development program. Yeah, he's but, taller than his other brothers, but I think he's a little skinnier. Is he? Yeah. Let's see. They're all pretty. He's small. six two. He's actually pretty big. Yeah, they're all pretty like skinny, but. Um, he puts up points. Yeah. So he'll be he'll he'll be good. I, I don't know if he's fourth overall good. I don't think no. it's a bad pick. Um but definitely uh definitely gonna be interesting to see how he pans out. I mean, dude, the Hughes brothers, the both of them that are in the league so far are so good. So it'd be interesting to see if it can be three. Man, the you know? ge- the genes in that family must be amazing. So weird. So weird so how that weird. happens. Actually. I know, eh? Three brothers and like they all went high in the first round too. Not the not the first brothers to to do this. I mean, you had the no, Stahl brothers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you had uh, Subans. Yep. Well, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> one one and a half made the NHL because Malcolm was so odd. Some nights you think yeah. he was great, and other nights it's like this guy's a bust. Yeah. I mean, and ultimately, he is a bust. I mean, they took him pretty high, and the best he could do was be a decent backup. So he had injuries too. <laughs> yeah. Um. But Decent yeah, backup, I I like I like the pick, but maybe they could have went with Ken Johnson, who was next by Columbus. Um, well, they took him high. They did take him high. I mean, also, I maybe New Jersey their needs were centermen. Like they have Nico Heischer, they have Jack Hughes. Maybe they could have taken a wing, but I, I, they also I, need I, defense. Like the the so. Luke Hughes pick is fine. I'm saying Ken Johnson. Ken Johnson Columbus took him high. Yeah, I think so too. I think you could have taken Brant Clark um, up there. I rather Brant Clark, but th- it's just I like know. I guess maybe what they felt like they needed, or Dylan Gunther, you know, would have been a good pick too, but he went farther down. Um, maybe they just liked him. They need they need to replenish their forward star power, which is all but left. Yeah, yep. I mean, they don't have that star center anymore, so maybe that's what they nope. wanted. So. I mean, this this kid could be another Dubois. He says he models his game after Pedersen. I know a lot of Canucks fan wanted to get this guy at nine. Yep. But um, you know, he wouldn't have been there. No, no, no. So that's uh, I mean, he, he yeah, models his game after Pedersen. Uh, I think he's he's very similar, very flashy, but he he's prone to mistakes, which obviously can be worked out. Yep. Um, he, they say he's a creative player, so I don't know. Maybe he improves his game. Maybe he goes back to Michigan as well. Gets more experience with the power, and um, maybe uh, what's the other guy? Who's who's the other guy from? Oh, who's the other guy from Michigan? Oh, but Matty Beniers. Yeah, maybe yeah. they all go back. They improve their games and um, becomes the one of, like Columbus's new star centerman. Like, I mean, they don't have Dubois anymore. They have Line A still there. He's not a centerman, but this is what they're they needed a a top prospect like this that maybe they can look forward to the future. So. Yeah, I, it's a good pick. It's a very Patterson pick because Vancouver took yep. Patterson kind of unexpectedly too. Yeah, it's just funny how they're both kind of similar. Yeah, they turned out. Uh, well. Pedersen turned out very well. 
Exactly. I mean, you know, Columbus might have looked at that template and, you know, just said, screw it. Like, we don't care about about. Well, he's not even skinny, man. He's way heavier than Pedersen ever well, was. He's just prone to mistakes. Kakalainen, I mean, that guy, he's known for like surprising picks, right? Like he picked Dubois yeah. and everyone thought that was the stupidest thing ever. But Dubois is actually a pretty nasty player when he wants to be. Good, good his his attitude is not the greatest, but um, but it was a great pick. And it ended up being a valuable guy. So. I remember I wanted Vancouver to get Dubois that year. Did you? Because Dubois, yeah, Dubois played with Horvat. And they had and they had really oh, good okay. chemistry in 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 juniors, I think, or the World Juniors, maybe. Yeah, yeah, On, yeah. And so uh, people wanted Dubois to go to Van at five, and he wasn't there. And then we ended up taking Uo Levy. So oh, Norris winning the oh wait, never mind. Actually, no, that might not be the Uo Levy draft. I can't remember. There's so many scuffed <laughs> drafts. No, the, I think that the was the Uo Levy draft. <laughs> oh, the J- we'll mention that later. I won't. <laughs> Will we? Okay. Oh yeah, we, um, we have to go into that. Um, next up, uh, Simone Edvidson. I don't really know anything about this player. So this guy, they had him high as like they had him high up as second overall in some of the draft rankings for scouts, and I was like, I did, I in my mock draft, I didn't have him this high. I had him like I think eighth or ninth. And Steve Eiserman, I mean, he's he's a G, a genius GM, so maybe he saw something in him. He is six foot five, two hundred and seven pounds. Um, he, I would trust any pick that Eiserman makes, right? Like I mean, he definitely saw something in him, right? But um, he has yeah, solid he, skating I mean, ability, so I don't I don't know if and he's a big body too. If he can have a big body that can move around still and not be a, a solid brick. Um, that's a good guy to have i mean i like i don't know too much about him too five what monster six five yeah man there's some big boys monster that's that's becoming the new template for defensemen big yep like big and they're not even like defensive defensemen too he's a two-way he's played a lot of hockey man this guy oh yeah yeah for londa too yeah, he's playing in the SHL as well. Like he's played against men. Like he's pretty good. Yep. It's a good pick. Yeah. It's gonna be steady. No, Maybe yeah. Like a kind of a headman type. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, Forlana's a very recognized uh, hockey team in the in the SHL too, right? They groom their players very well. Um, yep. But yeah, this guy, this guy could have went second overall. So maybe Eisenman's like, okay, let's let's snag him up. So yeah, kind of turning into a deep draft up top. First, it, yeah. I, I think. Oh yeah, it is a deep draft. I, um william eklund by san jose this is another guy that could have went second overall some people were saying he was going first overall so it was a good pick by san jose they just snagged him they're like okay if he's available let's take him i mean he's a left winger um he's smaller he's five foot ten and 172 pounds but usually those guys can put the puck in the net and he was playing in the shl too so if he could i'm pretty sure he put up points in the shl so if he can do that there he could definitely do it in the nhl yeah, he played forty games in the SHL last year. Yeah, uh, twenty three points, eleven goals. I mean, that's 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 really good. That's really good. Oh yeah, man, really good. I mean, like he 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 was he was all over the draft board, but um, I, I like him. I like this guy. I mean, he's very that's tiny. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, Brand maybe like uh, I don't I don't know, maybe like a Nylander. Yeah, honestly, very similar to Nylander. I feel um, just coming from Sweden, right? Um, yeah 
but yeah, it's it's gonna be weird to see because I mean San Jose does need to start rebuilding their team, so maybe that's a good piece for them to do that. Yeah, like you said, Brant Clark. This is a steal by the LA Kings. A steal slipped, slipped. I can't believe he went to number eight, man. I thought he was going top five or at least six, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So as a Canucks fan, uh, when I was watching the draft, um, I was uh, getting more and more angry as Brant Clark slipped and I was like <laughs> if he gets to ninth I'm going to freak out because obviously Vancouver traded Brilliant. the ninth overall to Arizona and luckily LA took him I would have been so upset Man. if he was available at nine I know Brant Clark this is this guy he he could have went everywhere anywhere in this draft but like he he should have went higher this is stupid he went to the oh yeah he went to I thought the, he was top five. Oh yeah, he went to Europe to play too. He he did like because he was supposed to play for the Barry Coles, but he couldn't right because COVID. But yeah, apparently he tore it up there as well. Um, he did. He did. Tear, he tear, tore it up there. I mean, fifteen points in twenty six games. That's pretty good for, for a defenseman. Yeah, in in the Slovakian league. Yeah, that's holy crap. This guy's been been scouted since he was very young too. Like he's been known to be a great prospect for a long time. Um, I like this pick for the LA Kings. The LA Kings in a few years are going to be nasty and are going to win another Stanley Cup just because Brand oh, Clark, Alex Turcotte, that's gross, and that's gross. Quinton Byfield. Like you just think about it, it goes on and on. So great pick by LA. Great snag too. Yeah, they were probably thrilled when they saw this. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Dylan Gunther. How do you feel about this one? Uh, taken well. He's taken with Arizona at nine, which was originally Vancouver's pick, which was traded uh, for OEL and yep. Connor Garland. Um, I, I'm actually fine with that. Uh, Dylan Gunther, I, I've heard good things about him. I know he's kind of like a he's a goal scorer, right? Yep. Um, let me let me just he's get a sniper. DB up. So. I actually had him ranked third overall. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. you Wait, where'd you have him ranked? Third overall. Oh Jesus, man! I don't. I was trying. I was like highballing with him, but I mean, I thought he was a sniper, and snipers are valuable, right? So I thought maybe Anaheim would like a sniper, but uh, yeah, or a winger, right? You know what I mean? Like just yeah, he didn't. He didn't go to play in Europe. He doesn't have a lot of no. He didn't have a lot of games played for 2021, 19-20 as a young young guy in the WHL, Edmonton Oil Kings. He had 59 points in 58 games. I mean, yeah. he would have been 16, 17. Yep. Um, I mean that's uh, he's a, that's, that's he's, pretty good. Yeah, he's a great player. Like, I mean, he's just like he he's known to be putting the puck in the net. Um, I don't know if if he's great in other aspects of the game as well. He has a wicked yeah. shot. Apparently, it says here on Yahoo Sports. So, um, yeah. So I here's, I don't know. Here's the thing about this about this pick though. It's like. So as as a Canucks fan, I you know I could consider like okay if if the Canucks were picking there, we would have taken Gunther, right? Yep. Um, like you can only hope that Gunther gets as good as Garland, right? Right. So I'm fine with the pick, like I'm fine with it because like Gunther, I think will be a good player. Will he be as good as Garland? Maybe. Will he be better? Maybe. Like we don't know. Because once you get past like when, once you get past the top eight, it becomes way more of like a I'm not really sure kind of game, right? Because plenty of busts happen. Yeah. So so in your it'll opinion, be interesting to see. So in your opinion, this kind of make like this kind of makes it how Vancouver won that trade 
because they picked Dylan Gunther. I mean, because he's just yeah. because he equals Garland, and they also got Ekman Larson off of that deal. Yeah, like I would have been more upset if if Kent Johnson or um or Brant Clark were there. Yeah. But Dylan Gunther doesn't make me feel the same way as I do about them. No, that's probably like, why I, he dropped the number nine too. I think yeah, a lot and of that's GMs probably that. that's probably why Vancouver traded the pick. Yep. Because I think they wanted Brant Clark or Kent Johnson, and they probably knew that Columbus was going to take Johnson high, and Clark wouldn't make it to them. No, so, for sure. I don't think they were that thrilled with with Dylan Gunther or whoever else was here. I mean, you have. I mean, Vancouver wanted to draft a defenseman. Yep. You don't have another defenseman going until 25th overall. Exactly. It, it wouldn't be worth waiting that long for that, right? Exactly. All the high-quality defensemen, uh, four of them, gone, right? Yep. And yep. Vancouver doesn't need another forward prospect. No. I mean, granted, we do need prospects now because the cupboard's a little empty, but like Vancouver wanted to get a defenseman, I think. So. Yeah. I mean, that, Vancouver it makes sense. I think Vancouver's going to be a, actually a decent team next year. If they can oh, get yeah. Hughes and Pedersen on a good deal, nasty team. Absolutely. So. Um, this has taken a long time, so I think we should do the tenth overall pick here by Ottawa, and then and then we move into some of the trades and stuff. Should, should we mention uh, Montreal's pick too? Just yeah, we'll mention okay. Montreal's pick after okay. uh, after Ottawa's here. I think okay. yeah, yeah. So. This was actually a crazy pick because Tyler Boucher by the Ottawa Senators was supposed to go in like the second round. Yeah. So when I was <laughs> see what I I, I kind of know everyone that was going in the first round. I mean I know Cole Salinger that I just went after him for Columbus. I, I knew Coronado, Rosen, Casa, Ownman, um, Balduck, or I, I don't even know how to say some of their names, but I knew a bunch of them. But when they said Tyler Boucher, I was like, who the hell is Tyler Boucher? I was like, I thought they were taking Wallstead. I, I thought so Wallstedt too. For sure. They for need sure. a goaltender and they're a team that's rebuilding. Why not take a goaltender? I mean, maybe they saw something in this guy, but. Dude, they must have seen something incredible with this guy. Like, if he becomes a steal, yeah, that's a like great on them. Like, that's amazing, but I don't think so. I, I just. I mean, you, you never know. He's an American. Um, Let me see. It looks like he has. He, in, uh, injury issues oh does he he's 6'1 205 bigger guy he his numbers are very impressive it said he did record 11 points in 12 games with the u.s uh under 18 yeah team. yeah but he's, he's playing for boston next year so okay so maybe that'll improve his game but he said he the past season he was dealing with injuries so i don't know did he just draft an injury prone player it's just odd. Oh, he's from Scottsdale. Isn't that where Matthews is from? Yep. There you go. Maybe they thought yeah, it was the next Matthews. Who knows? Maybe. But that it's odd to me. It's odd because, like, you have guys available like Jesper Wallstedt, and that is clearly Ottawa's, like, biggest issue because Matt yeah. Murray is never going to be Matt Murray again. No, he's, like, he's done. He's done. I it, mean, it, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I would have taken the goalie, but I'm not a GM, like, like like I said, dude, they didn't just take this pick for no reason. Obviously, they saw something yeah. that that made them take a flyer like this. I'm pretty I, sure I his know, dad, always, his dad was scary. His dad was an NHL player as well. I'm pretty sure uh, Brian Boucher. Yeah. So um, he just slipped a goalie. he slipped a few bucks under the table. You know, he's like pick my boy tenth overall. I remember this guy. Oh, he, he, was the, he, he was the Boucher on the Flyers. The goalie on the Flyers, oh. Boucher. 
Oh, that that Brian Bo that's Brian Boucher. That's Brian Boucher. Huh. Um, so maybe they thought, huh, okay, your dad was pretty decent, so his dad's only forty four. I do remember Brian Boucher. Interesting, man. Very interesting. It like I said, dude, like to take this big of a gamble when you're picking within the top ten, yeah. like they must have seen something crazy. Well, that's, anyways, that's the thing. Um, There's so many great other players that they could have taken. I mean, like you said, I thought they were picking Jesper Waldstadt, who dropped to number 20, which was insane. Um, surprising to me. Minnesota gets a great goalie there. Yeah. Uh, but surprising yeah. to me that Wallstead falls that far. He wasn't even the first goalie taken. No. You said, uh, yeah, Sebastian Costa. I mean, that's Eiserman picking again. So apparently that they think he's a big, huge goaltender. So they're saying it's Vasilevsky 2.0. So absolutely. Um, I. Yeah, I don't know enough about like the rest of the the players to really talk about them too much, but yeah. we can talk about Montreal's pick, Logan Mayu. Yeah, we've heard some things uh, about this guy. Kind of a scuffed pick, to be honest with you. Um, my my take is kids make mistakes. Uh, his mistake was pretty bad. Uh, do I want to cancel his career? No, I don't think you should cancel his career. But I do think his decision to say that I don't want to be picked because I want to like you know deal with this was a mature one whether that was made by him or his pr team either way it's a mature decision mm -hmm. um so for montreal to then go and take him in the first round kind of a scummy move and it doesn't really paint a nice picture of bergevin uh like and like i said to take him in the first round like I would have maybe gotten it if, like, maybe a team took him in a later round just to say, you know, we feel like we can help him and work on him. But to take him in the first round with, with that kind of spotlight, like, I feel like the reaction wouldn't be as bad if, if they took him in the fifth round. No. You know? Yeah. But, no. like, the first round is just such, like, a red carpet where all these guys are, like, you know, teams are picking these guys because they think they're, like, fantastic. Yeah, they have a future career. Them, so to take him this high is kind of scummy. I don't know if any other team would have taken him. Maybe Montreal, like he is supposed to be pretty good. Like, well, for people that don't know what happened, um, Malu was charged for offensive photography. So I guess he was taking some pictures with, of a, yeah. a girl that he had, a yeah, whatever that, with. Yeah. And, and he said it to all of his teammates where, yeah, that's very, yeah, without a permission. That's uh, without permission. That's very mature. I mean, um, I, I think I've heard more on it where the girl all she wanted was an apology, but he would like he apologized, but she didn't feel that it was um, very apologetic, and he didn't really mean it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the kid's a douche. He, he really I mean, sounds he, like he he's needs, a douche. He needs to grow up. He needs to grow up. Well, I mean, I I, I kind of I, I I'm glad he said to all the NHL teams that he renounced himself from being drafted and telling them not to draft him. But the fact that Mark Bergevin um, drafted him anyways, and Mark Bergevin has a history of being um, involved, like, involved in with like all some... these um, investigations and the, with the Chicago investigation that's happening right now. Um, he was he was there. He was in the front office for that. So just going along with this and uh, picking him no matter what. They already had a statement, I'm pretty sure, like after picking him, explaining why they picked him. But at the same time, why did you knew you knew what was gonna happen, and why would you do this? Like this is just, you shouldn't even have 
like he's not giving he the chances are he's not gonna play in the nhl i think he's not going to be an nhl player i think he's based on scale or based on the allegations kind of both or not allegations but what happened kind of both he's a six foot three defenseman he's 214 pounds he has a big boy he probably is a decent defender right at the same time 31 31st overall there could be a he could have been a steal but at the same time i just think like was it worth picking your first round pick for that like you think there may be just some second round guys that could have been a lot better than him right um yeah but this this was just stupid this was stupid by the montreal Canadiens. i i get like you're not supposed to like yeah he's trying to move on from it it's important to move on like of course he's a kid he made a mistake but it's kind of a big mistake and it shouldn't be ignored especially in this day and age like this is just like it, it shouldn't even like happen i mean really it was really irresponsible and douchey and and not very cool I, like, like i said i'm not for like canceling his career yeah i don't think this warrants a career cancellation what i do warrant is him you know taking a year or two to to reflect on himself and figure out what kind of person he wants to be right um and like i think i think trying to renounce himself from the draft was the right thing to do um uh, you know but in a couple years he could always come back and sign as a free agent with somebody you know, but, but for Montreal to take him in the first round and then it, like, I'm not trying to like defend him or say he was wronged, but now Montreal has re-thrusted him back into the spotlight when he's trying to get away from this. Right. Yeah. Yep. So now Montreal has just gone. He's, he's, he's made the decisions to try and work on himself to get away from, you know, the, this controversy. Right. And then he renounces himself from the draft, and he's probably sitting there hoping, like, nobody takes me. Let me, like, you know, go do my thing for a year or two to figure myself out. And the Montreal is like, nope, first round, kid. We're going to screw now, it up all for you. Yeah, and now he's right back into the spotlight. Now we're talking about him. We wouldn't even be talking about him if, no. if he wasn't taken. So, man, it, it, you know it's bad when the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, comments on how bad this pick was, and Gary oh, Bettman. God. I mean, imagine the bad. the Prime Minister of Canada bad, bad, saying bad. that about you. And bad, insane. I mean, like Montreal, like man, you had you had a great year. The publicity, like you're you were selling tickets. You you made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. You had like a great storyline going for you guys, and now you do this. I'm telling you right now, dude. Montreal making it to the Cup Final was a total fluke, and Bergevin had very little to do with that. Oh, that was all luck. I mean, he that saved his career for the Montreal Canadiens for sure. It's it was a total fluke, man. <laughs> that team on paper, like, like the team came together. He got very lucky with the chemistry, but the team on paper, average, and that's Bergevin. Should have been average. the Leafs, eh? What should have been the Leafs? Even the Leafs. What? Wait, what do you say? Should have been the Leafs instead of the Canadians. Could have been the Leafs. It should have been exactly. It should, well, should I mean? The Leafs are just a perennial disappointment. So I, we'll get it. We'll get into them later. Um, yeah. So we got ten minutes left, so we can try and bang out as many of these signings as possible. We probably okay. won't get all of them done, but we can probably do like um, not or not signings, but even trades as well. We can probably get like a few of them done, and then next episode oh, yeah. we'll continue. Yeah, we'll we'll try our best for you guys. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of trades that and signings. Oh, there's that so happen. much stuff, dude. It's, I, you know I what think messed we it up? Start. What? It's it the expansion draft. Everyone freaks out and they, they have to adjust their, their room and their cap for everyone and who's picking who and they get values for players that they might lose. It's just that's what I, f- I feel like happened. So, yeah. 
Okay. I think where we're going to start, we're going to have to start a fair bit in the past because I was on vacation and we couldn't talk about it when it happened, but yep. I figure we can talk about it now. Yep. Um, I think we start with um, Nolan Patrick going to Vegas for uh, the big three-way trade. trade. Yeah, it's three-team trade, right? Yep. Um, do you want to announce the whole trade? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So Predators trade defense Ryan Ellis to the Flyers, which is good for them because they did want defense. They wanted to improve their defense. But they trade for former former second overall pick Nolan Patrick and Philip Myers. Bust. Oh yeah, Nolan Patrick is definitely a bust now. Um, and uh, and Predators flip Nolan Patrick to the Golden Knights for Cody Glass. Cody Glass is Cody Not Glass a bust? a bust? Are you no? You have no. faith faith in him still? Cody Glass a lot of people right. don't, man. A lot of people don't. But I like Cody. I like all these players. I still like Nolan Patrick. I think I just think he. He's dealt with injuries too in his career. Uh Cody Glass might be a bust. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't been, he has been horrible. They're still young. I mean, Ten points in twenty. Yeah. He's got to figure it out soon, though. But yeah, that's the three-way trade, and like that when I saw that trade, I was shocked. I was like, "What the he'll hell get, just he'll happened?" He get more minutes on Nashville than he was getting on Vegas, so maybe that'll oh, yeah. help him for sure. I mean, they already had established players on Vegas, but Nashville needs some uh, the spots to be filled, so. Yeah, he's producing at the AHL level, ten points in fourteen games, and that's not an easy league. So I think nope. I think he, I think he could put up decent numbers in Nashville. I don't think Glass is a bust. I think Glass is going to be a good top six player. Oh, for sure. Yeah, top six. That's fair to say. That's fair to say. Um, so let's let's talk about this. Uh, we already talked about the expansion draft uh, in the last episode. Um, but Penguins trade forward Jared McCann to the Maple Leafs for Philip Hollander. The, see the I, I know this is like kind of a minor trade, but at the same time I want to mention this. I was excited to have Jared McCann on the Leafs, but I I kind of understood the purpose why they got him. But at the same time, I I was hoping they picked Kerfoot instead of Jared McCann. But I mean, I think the Leafs just gave up a prospect like Philip Hollander, which he could eventually came in the lineup for them. Yeah, McCann's good, man. We talked about him in our in our last episode. Yeah, uh, like McCann's kind of sick, and it sucks to lose him. It sucks to lose him. It does. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of trades, but I, I might just go for big names. I mean, there was a. Uh, I'm does is Barclay as Barclay Goudreau a big name? No, no, but okay. it's still an important. Yeah, because he was on Tampa Bay. I think Bay. the Canucks getting. I think the Canucks getting Jason Dickinson from Dallas is a big trade. Oh yeah, for, for sure. Canucks. That's kind of a steal for them. If you don't know, Jason Dickinson is top five in the league for suppressing opponent scoring chances. Like he is an elite level defending forward, and that's going to be massive in the Canucks bottom six. You're Huge. hyped about that, aren't you? Yeah, he dude, he's going to play with Pearson and Pod Colson. That's going to be a disgusting third line. Anyways. Oh yeah. Um, we can move on to uh, let's move on to a big one. It's uh, Nadalkovich. Big, big one. Oh my! What's God. your take on this trade? Yo, my I have a take. I have a take. Pissed. I have a take on this trade. I have a take on. This. Okay, well, here, here's my take. All right, Carolina did not want to pay Nedeljkovic. What was it? Three and a half million? Yeah. Something stupid like three that. Three to four. Right, and then so they're like, oh well, we don't need this future potential Vesna winner on our team, and then they trade him to Detroit for Bernier, bro. What? And then he goes to Detroit and he signs for less than what he was asking for in Carolina, I believe, just to say F you. Yep. Now Detroit's got a Detroit 
Iserman fleeced them, dude. Detroit literally just got a, a like their goalie of the future for nothing. Yep. Yeah, no, like here here's my thinking about it. I get like I thought they were they they were gonna keep the um, I thought they were gonna keep him for a very long time. I thought they found their future goalie. They haven't had a goalie like that in a while, right? They they were trying to find that guy. I mean, Mrazek was their starter for a while now. Um, but Mrazek's okay. He's one he, of those guys that needs to be pushed by the backup. Exactly. Yeah, you can't really depend on him. But Nadalkovich, man, I struggle to say this guy's name. Um, but he 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 proved like he he was a Calder Trophy nominee, and he almost won it. I'd have to say, and they traded him for Jonathan Bernier. Which they didn't even—they're not. Even, they didn't year. even resign. Had a good year. They didn't even resign him. Oh, they didn't, no, they didn't resign him. No, he went to a different team. I forget what team. I think he went to New Jersey. Oh, actually, oh my um, goodness. They so they basically got a third round pick for him. But my theory is that yes, Nadalkovich was going to be their future goaltender. But is Carolina a team looking for the future, or are they a team trying to win the Stanley Cup? So were they hoping? I think Nadalkovich was ready now, though. You think so? After, yeah, look how good he played. Ask my fantasy team. Yeah, that's true. That was his first year in the NHL. They, I guess maybe they don't know if he's going to be good the, the year after, right? But, but I, who do they I would have left? Because so. all three goalies are gone. Well, no. Reimer, Nadelkovic, and, and Mrazek well, are all gone. See, I think maybe they were hoping there was um, Freddie in free agency, or at least another goaltender. And Freddie is more established, I'd like to say. Freddie has proven but, to be a really good goaltender. Oh. But, but the they... problem is, is is they got rid of Nadelkovich because they didn't want to pay him three and a half. And then they paid so, Anderson. Who so who who are they gonna pay now? Like, well, they paid two goalies. Wait. They paid Anderson, and then they paid Ranta. Ran- oh, did Anderson sign with Carolina? Yes, man. I didn't know that. Anderson and Ranta. That's their goalies now. Rhymer's with, with the Sharks, and Bernie is yeah, with the. Yeah, I know that. Uh, well, Ranta's with Toronto. With yeah. So, I didn't know Anderson signed with Carolina. Yeah, man. So that kind of changes things, right? But at the I, same time, I rather I think, develop. Nadelkovich. I think I'd still want Nadelkovich. He's he. How much did Anderson cost? I think I think he had a cheap contract. Actually, it, it was not five mil. He had a cheaper contract than he did last year. Oh my gosh, dude! I just think it's such a bad move. It yeah. I just think it's such a bad. move. I don't think it made much sense, honestly. Like. Like a win now mentality. Okay, Nadelkovic was winning now. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, he was on. He was on the rise. Like, I guess it was his first season in the NHL. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't really explain what they were thinking there. But Steve Eiserman is like, <laughs> I'll screw you guys uh, yes, over. Please. I'll take them three mil, yes, three please. mil for a future goaltender. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, let's move of on. Of course it was Detroit, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know, right? Detroit, right? I mean, they're going to be nasty because they have Geiserman now. So um, we'll move on to the next trade. Shane Gossesbear going to the Coyotes for basically nothing. Um, I, This kind of was just to free up a, a roster spot, cap space. Gossesbear has been on the um, decline. I mean, he's proven to be a great defense. He's a. Supposed to be a Calder, Calder nominee, um, but he hasn't been the same. He hasn't been the same for the Flyers. So he could bounce back. He, he can could bounce back. He can if he gets he has the right players to play with. I don't know if Arizona is a team to do that, but 
What do you think of Philly's like uh, defense, like revamp, getting like Ristolainen? Well, yeah, Ristolainen. Now they have Ristolainen, Ellis. Um, I don't even. I forget. Sandheim. Sandheim. I mean, they're pretty solid decor now, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe they they got the pieces to be a good t- defense, like one of the best defensive teams in the league now. Because Ristolainen—that's the next trade, man. Sabers trade Rist- Rasmus Ristolainen to the Flyers for Robert Hag. Which was one of their de- like uh, younger defense on the team for a first round pick and second round pick. They paid a lot for Ristolainen though. But that's what the yeah, Flyers. Yeah, Ristolainen's really good though. Yeah, it's the fire. The Flyers are they want they're gonna want to win. I mean, Ristolainen's a huge guy too, right? So, I don't know. I think that was a good pick, but I think that was a good pickup by them, for sure. I think they needed Absolutely. to change their defense up for like they needed to have fresh faces there. Um, they haven't had really like star defense, but Ryan Ellis, man, he, he can move the puck. He's very offensive. I love Ryan Ellis. I think he's one of the best offensive defensemen in the league. Um, He'll complement Philly's offense nicely, I think. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. He's going to have a high and, point. And Risto's going to be steady. I think he'll bounce back numbers-wise, not being on Buffalo. Yep. Definitely, man. Um, yeah. Next trade, Rangers trade Pavel Bushnevich for Sammy Blay in a second-round pick. This was kind of unexpected by people. Like uh, I heard, like no one was really expecting this trade, but um, yeah, Buchnevich he signed a, a a fresh new contract with uh, the Rangers. I mean the the Blues as now, well. Now did the Rangers did the Rangers just not want to pay him because like he was Sammy a restricted Blaise, free like, agent? So I'm assuming. Oh, um, I mean Sammy Blaze like underachieved. Yeah, like Sammy Blaze nowhere near a Buchnevich. So like I it must have been. New York didn't want to pay him, or he didn't want to be there for whatever reason. No, yeah, I don't think he wanted to be there. Like, I maybe it was like they're avoiding arbitration because a lot of teams are doing yeah. that. I think maybe I think that was the case too with the Nadalkovic trade as well. They wanted to avoid. They were scared of the arbitration. Arbitration, yeah. right? Because uh, a lot of teams don't want to go into that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that was kind of the situation there. But I mean, Sammy Blade might be. Apparently, he's a bigger guy too. Um, Bush yeah, he's Dav- a bigger guy. Bush Davis is more of a skill guy, which the, the Blues need. I don't think the Blues are a rebuilder. I think they're still going for it. I mean, they got Brandon Saad, too, on a deal. So, um, Yeah, the Rangers could use, like, some heavyweights. And Blay Bla is a is a decent power forward. Like, he, like, he's underachieved so far. I think he had pretty high expectations when he got came into the league. But, yep, I mean, sure. he's still a I mean, third liner, you know. I remember Antoine Roussel uh, knocked him out. I didn't knock him out, but really <laughs> gave him a good punch in the in the playoffs. Oh, well, I had to take, I had to look up a video of that. It's good. It's good video. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's next? There's Jake Bean to the Blue Jackets, but that's kind of a, that's an okay trade. Minor trade. Yeah. yeah. So then we have, uh, you're going to like this one. Coyotes trade defense Oliver ekman Larson and forward Connor Garland to the Canucks for Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, Anton, Anton Roussel, uh, speaking, of the, speaking of the devil. A first round pick, second round pick, and a seventh round pick. So literally, the Coyotes just took up the the Canucks cap. That's what they took. Cause so, it, this can be the last one, yeah. For yeah, today? yeah. We'll we'll make this for the last one for the day. There's a big, there's a few big other trades and signings, but we'll go into that in we'll, uh, another episode. Yeah, we'll go into that next because there's a lot yeah. more we have to go through. I mean, this I'm pretty impressed how, how much we've gone through in 48 minutes. So, um, yeah. But yeah, so, so let's talk about this trade. As a Canucks fan, um, last season it was known that uh, Oliver Ekman Larson uh, had demanded a trade from Arizona, 
Yep. Um, and he wanted to go to either Boston or Vancouver. Uh, he has no move clause, so he's allowed to pick. Uh, OEL's had a couple really down seasons, um, but I don't blame him. I think Arizona is an offensive wasteland. There's not much there. No. And there was all the controversy around the team. And honestly, I think the guy was just fed up and a little bit just deflated about it. So I think that's maybe why his numbers are down. Because we all know OEL, how good he is, right? Like, OEL can be one of the best offensive defensemen in the league. Oh, so yeah, right? He, he's a great defenseman, yeah. but he was just on a terrible Arizona Coyotes team. Yeah, so. I mean, they could just never get anything done. He's a leader, too. Yeah, he's, he was so, their captain, too, right? Yeah. So Vancouver trades off all of its cap. But the thing is with this is all of those contracts were done next year, right? Now, by getting yeah. OEL that money is still being used and he signed for like six years. Arizona retained 1.2 million, which is nice. Yep. But it still is a lot of money. So like we need OEL to bounce back. We cannot have another Louis Erickson where a big name player comes here for around 7 million and then just does nothing. He's proven so, it though. Like, right. Like, I mean, Louis Erickson had good seasons as well, but I think OEL is kind of a different caliber and I agree. I think if you put him with a guy, maybe if he plays with Quinn Hughes or even like Tyler Myers or even a, another guy on the team, I think, and you put him with the Vancouver Canuck team, which is, I think they're up and coming. I think your Canucks are up and coming. And Oh, if you look at our top six, it's it's filthy. And and that's where I think the like my favorite part of this trade is, is Connor Garland. Oh, yeah. I think Connor Garland on an offensive team like the Canucks could light it up, dude. dude He's going to be playing with Horvath. That was a steal. And I don't get why the Coyotes didn't want to sign this guy. Like, I don't know either, man. He was their best player. I listened to uh, him getting interviewed and stuff, and he seems like the nicest guy too. Like he, he says all the right things. Like I, I really like him. I'm really excited for him. I think next to Bo Horvat and uh, Hoglander, he's gonna look insane. Oh yeah, no, like he and he's a he's a guy that I mean maybe at first in his career where he didn't look he was overlooked and like he wasn't looked as like a star player, but he he came up and coming ever since he got hit in the face with a puck and scored. I mean, he's been off. I mean, he's been a, a, amazing in the NHL. I mean, like I, I would say he was the Arizona Arizona Coyotes' best player besides Ekman Larson. So yeah, I think last season he was definitely Arizona's best player. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Uh, it's weird how they didn't resign him. They probably they had the money for it, so I don't get it. Arizona does weird things, man. Man, Arizona's Arizona taking weird. They're things. taking everyone's like dead contracts. That's what they're doing. They have a lot of picks next year. They have a lot of picks they next do. year. They do. And I mean, they are definitely doing a rebuild there. But man, they've been doing a rebuild for how many years now? Forever. Yeah. Forever. Sure. Um, and then the, the other piece in the trade that a lot of Canucks fans were upset about was a ninth overall. But as I said earlier, Dylan Gunther, I I think, you're, I think you're okay. Dylan Gunther is worth it. I think Dylan Gunther is worth it for Connor Garland. Like I... I, I like Connor Garland. I, like, I look at Dylan Gunther and think that guy is two or three years away. And, like, at what point is he going to be better or as good as Connor Garland? I mean, we don't even know if he'll get to that point, right? Well, you think about His it. development. You think about it. Like, Go ahead. You, ha you have to pay something for Ekman Larson. He's not a terrible defenseman. And Garland. Like, you have to pay something for them. And if you pay Gunther, which I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Fame guy. Like, he's not going to be any Pedersen or anything like that, watch me bite my bite my tongue and then he ends up ripping it up in the NHL. The league up. Yeah. But I don't think he's... He's an amazing player, amazing prospect, but he's not like 
you know, like one of the top guys that could have been taken. If it was Brand no. Clark, like you said, yeah, I'd be pissed off, right? If it was Brand Clark, I would have been like, oh. I think Brand Clark should be a lot yeah. better than Ekman Larson ever. Like he was in his yeah, career, like right? Brand Brand Clark is like capable of that. Like Brand yeah. Clark is like a legitimate like potential top pairing defenseman. Exactly. Dylan Gunther, like I'm, pro- he's projected to be what like a top six, and we yep. don't know if he'll get there. Like, and he'll take like four or five years to get there. And Connor Garland's there right now, and Connor Garland is is only twenty five. Connor Garland is on a good contract. Like, Connor Garland every day. Like, absolutely. Yeah, he's still pretty young, right? He's twenty five. He's uh twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, he's that, he's young. That's that's prime. That's when you want them too. Like, and then you, they got him locked up for a few years. That's amazing. That's, that's a good pickup. I think the Canucks definitely won that trade. And if Ekman Larson can have an amazing year, he won it even more. Like, that was just Dude, applause if, to the Canucks. Way better than the OEL Leafs. comes into Vancouver hot as shit. Like, he's just, like, rearing to go because he's, he's off of that dumpster fire squad. And he comes into Vancouver, and he's like, I'm going to light this place up. Like, dude, we're you guys are, look, we're back in the playoffs. So good. You're back in the playoffs. I've, Absolutely. We've got some other issues. The rest of our defense is kind of, eh, but I, I think our forward group is one of the best forward groups I've ever seen. It's the best forward group since 2011. No doubt. For sure. No doubt. For sure. Better than it's, the Leafs. I would say better than the Leafs. Uh, it it could be. I, well, you think about it. Pedersen, Besser, um, Horvat. I mean, you, you have Matthews, Marner, Mars, but they've done... They've jumped jack shit. I like. I'm not impressed. I'm more impressed by Pedersen than any of the guys on the Leafs. I have to say. What I like about the Canucks is, is the Leafs' biggest problem is they're amazing regular season performers, but then they get into the playoffs and they disappear. Right. Yep. You look at you look at the Canucks, dude. You look at Bo Horvat. You look at JT Miller. You look at Brock Besser. I mean, Quinn Hughes. Even like he had a bad season last year, but. Like they show up, dude. Like Bo Horvat is a monster. He's no, an absolute he is. monster. And he's not being paid an insane amount of money too. For no, it's a discount. Yep, and that's what you got to do. Like I, I think Vancouver is just a, a team designed for the playoffs. Man, we're we're a little small now. Uh, without like Edler and and Roussel brought like a certain element, but I mean, um, I, like I don't know. We got Pod Colson coming in. Big time exactly. prospect from Russia. You still it's have some guys. You still have some guys coming in that haven't been developed yet. So, did you really yeah, need Pod that Colson's ninth overall pick? No, you didn't. I mean our our prospect cupboard is a little bit empty now. So, like, I would like to start drafting in the first round again. That would be nice. Yep. Um, but I think the team as of now is good. Like, it's it's real good. So yeah, that's my take on the trade. I think it's a good trade. I like it. OEL, it's a little bit of a risk factor, but I think he could bounce back, especially with an offensive-minded team like the Canucks. Good job, so. Jim Benning. Good job. Jet Black Jim. You get a you get a cheeseburger, Jim. Jet Black Jim. Is that his nickname? All right. Uh, well, whenever he does something good, he's Jet Black Jim. Oh, okay, okay. I, yeah. Okay, Jet Black Jim. <laughs> Got it. All right. I'm done. All right. We're done. This is the end. See you guys. No, I'm just kidding. That, that, oh, wait, <laughs> just edit, edit like that. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah, uh, uh, make sure you guys follow us on all the stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll be out with another episode. We couldn't fit everything in this. It's a little long, and we don't want to bore you guys for like a two-hour episode. Um, Honestly. But we'll be back soon. We'll, we'll have a few episodes out. We'll have three episodes out this week, which is pretty impressive by us. I mean, 
we love talking hockey and we love talking about everything that's happened in the NHL, which is a lot right now. Um, a lot. We'll see what happens in the next few days and we'll be back to discuss even more trades and signings. Um, it's be nice. To, it's going to be interesting to see the season, I have to say. But uh, I can't wait for fantasy to start up again. Oh. We should run a fantasy hockey team together. Man, let's do it. We did it last year. Let's do let's it again. Do it. I want to win. It. I'm winning it all. No, I'm, we should like co-manage a team. Oh, co-manage. Oh, a team. Okay, like we we are like we can draft one together. Let's do it, Bryce. That's such a great idea. Let's do it. Teamwork makes that a dream work. Idea. It does. All right, guys, check out uh, the podcast on Spotify uh, and Apple Podcasts as well, and YouTube. This is where you're gonna see this probably first, and and follow every social media. We like to interact with you guys. Comment, like, do everything that you can to support us. We really appreciate it. Bryce, I cut you off again. What were you going to say? I don't remember. It's all good. All right. It's all make good. Sure, make sure you guys comment. Make sure you guys comment. Leave us your opinions. We love to hear them. So, yeah. All right. Peace, guys. Have a good right. one. Yeah. Yeah. See you guys in the next episode.